When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Steeler Nation, we are back with another great episode. He's a friend today. He's a foe on Sunday. But we're really excited to talk to this fella. And uh, we first just wanted to say it is week one. Can you believe we've had seven months without a football game? Crazy, right? We are the Steelers crazy podcast. Well, good thing over the NFL is here in DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL is giving you a can't miss offer for week one. To new customers, you get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just $5 on any NFL game. Put together a parlay, but make sure that you use our code SICKSTEALERS. And Mike, you can take it from here. Yeah, listen, I think anybody who is in the know in the gambling realm has probably seen the line on this Steelers 49ers game. It's been 49ers minus two and a half for a long time, even before I think the Steelers kicked ass in the preseason. So I know probably 99% of our viewers uh, are going to bet the Steelers in this game. But we're giving you a call to action. We do want to make sure you download. Prop bets. Now use six Steelers to sign up. And here's the thing. New customers can take home $200 in bonus bets instantly just for betting 5 bucks. That is code six Steelers. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours, Jordan. Go ahead. Take over. What do you got for us today? Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, we got to talk about it. The Jalen Warren show debut, uh, just really awesome stuff. You know, honestly, he's just the easiest guy to root for and, you know, just covered so much. So make sure you jump back if you haven't. We know we have a lot of new subscribers, so we appreciate you guys as well. Uh, Tell your friends, aunts, uncles, uh, you know, we're we're pumping out the Jalen Warren show and Steeler coverage. Like I said, we have a very special guest who we'll get to here shortly, uh, but just wanted to, a new partnership. Uh, Jalen actually goes and gets his car done up there, and you should too. Steel City Wheelhouse, where the bar is set. Tires for all cars and trucks can now be purchased online. It's Steel City Wheelhouse. And yes, financing is available. And we believe in all these brands on here. You know, a lot of people, um, you know, I, I get my tires from Steel City Wheelhouse, uh, a lot of friends get custom work there, just great stuff. Um, so just really excited. And DraftKings, I mean, why not put some money in your pocket? Heck yeah, man. Get your tires. You put some bets in. You win on the Steelers this weekend. Or We're setting you tires up. A little cheaper. You go right to John and get all set up, like Jordan said. All right. We're excited to bring in this guest. we got a good show for you guys. Once more, subscribe to the Jalen Warren Show. Better watch that. Sammy, roll it. Turn up your volume, because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast, Steelers Crazy. Harris Smith, Shields, Blacko, Polamalu takes it home, Super Bowl 43, Pittsburgh might be bound for that, thanks to number 43. The Sickest Pittsburgh Steelers Podcast, sports entertainment like no other, it's gonna be sick. All right, all right. I guess I'm getting my, my Matthew McConaughey on today a little bit. This next guest is going to help us break down Steelers 49ers from a 49ers angle. He, of course, is the host 
on 95 The Game over there in San Francisco. The Willard and Dibbs Show, 2 to 6 weekdays. Make sure you check that out if you're a West Coast Steelers fan. can also be seen on Pac-12 Network, Fox Sports Radio. You can hear him. We're excited to bring in Mark Willard. Mark, what's up? Boys, how are we doing? I'm excited to hear that you guys like Jalen Warren because he ended up on every single one of my fantasy teams uh, this year as uh, as a late stash. So uh, tell tell me that he's going to do some good things this year. Hey, we we talk to him every Tuesday, so yeah. we'll, uh, we'll we'll definitely keep you filled in. We'll nice. have him say it to you directly, so yeah. then uh, put the money where the mouth is. Quite literally, I suppose. I suppose there. So he, he's going to have a good year. Obviously, the guy is uh, really talented and. Uh, you know, I don't know if you handcuffed Najee there or just took took him on a whim, but no, good, I just, good work. Yeah, I took him on a whim. You know how there's certain players that just end up on your teams. You just like get to those certain rounds, mm-hmm. and you're like, I like that guy. I got a bunch of Pickens uh, stock this year sure. too. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. and I know everybody's excited about him. But yeah, you guys are an interesting team, man. This is gonna be this is gonna be a real interesting start for both these squads. Let's break it down first. Obviously, I want to talk Nick Bosa. However. Jordan and I like to spend a little bit of time on your social media, of course, prior to, to bringing on our guests. You did something called the Bosa Breakfast. I yes. think, was it today? Was it yesterday? It was today. It was today. Right. No, I, Give I, us I the X's and O's. Yeah, I ate this about three hours ago uh, as we sit here, and I'm still full. Um, here's what Are happened. Are you on a toilet? Uh, I'm not. I'm not. There is one around the corner. If you see me run out, you know what's happening. But no, it actually, I mean, it's big. It's very healthy, but it was it was very large. So here's what happened. Nick signs yesterday, right before we uh, start our show. Mm-hmm. And, um, and and so, you know, just kind of the atmosphere around our show all day was was very positive for the maybe the first time all offseason for the 49ers. No one yelling about Trey Lance. No one's yelling about uh, Nick Bosa. And so all of a sudden he's, he's ready to go and uh, we're doing our show and about halfway through, cause you never know with family members, is this the right day? Is this the right tone? But I have a little bit of a background, a rapport with Cheryl Bosa, just from previous radio interviews. So I asked the producers, I go, what do you think? You know, like, is, is like today a good day? Should I reach out to Cheryl? I, I, they, they say, yes, I do. She responds in two minutes. Like we literally go to a break at four 45. I'm like, should I text her? They're like, yeah. Two minutes later, I'm like, call Cheryl. Cheryl's ready to come on. So Cheryl comes on and gives us one of my favorite interviews of the year because she was willing to really share what this was like from the inside out for the whole Bosa family, the last few months and, and definitely last few weeks. Um, what she also shared was what was going on in their world on a daily basis. Nick leaves with, uh, when Joey was still there, but then once Joey was off at camp, Nick leaves with their dad, John, to do a workout. And then he comes back and mama cooks and mama was like, I cooked him his favorite breakfast this morning. And we, of course, well, what's the breakfast? And you know how football players are guys. Like, it's like, it, it blows a regular person away, but she's like, I make him an omelet. He loves a veggie omelet. I said, everybody goes, how many eggs, Cheryl? She says, six eggs with two egg whites. And then I texted her afterward because I, I'm a huge breakfast guy. And I'm like, come on. I want an important meal of the day. Yeah, I go, I want to do this. So tell me the exact vegetables, sauteed onions and broccoli. So this morning, I, and it's on my Instagram right now, MT Willard. Um, I'm not the greatest videographer, so like the formatting is a little funky, but you can see 
Uh, I made a six egg plus two egg white omelet with sauteed onions and broccoli. And I sat down and I ate the whole thing and I'm ready to sack the quarterback. Like I'm ready. I'm ready to go. <laughs> ready to go. How long did it take? Um, like cooking that many eggs, it <laughs> like you just you got to look at you're like man, they're still they're still cooking. But I don't know, you know, like about I, I prepped the broccoli and the and the yeah. onions ahead of time, so the whole thing maybe a half hour, and then it took me about like I can eat. I'm not a you know huge guy, but I I can eat. You know that thing was gone in about seven minutes. Nice work. You earned your stripes. Yeah. No question Impressive. about that. That's yeah. a, that's a big fun. day. <laughs> it's definitely a, a, a huge day, and I'm sure you're, uh, like you said, you're going to feel that probably for the rest of the day, of course. Let's get into a little bit more Bosa talk. Uh, you know, the guy signs the richest defensive contract in NFL history. Uh, of course, Steeler fans over here kind of kind of hoping he didn't play. Let's, let's keep yeah. it real here. Obviously, uh, he's one of the most dominant players in the National Football League. So now we're wondering how much will he play? I said before, I think this guy could have been on a, Aaron Rodgers darkness retreat and then just show up an hour before the game and dominate. What do you think in terms of potential snap count? I I think it's going to be pretty high. Um, And and you guys actually know the comp that your coach brought up with, with, uh, with what TJ Watt did a couple years ago. And I know he was a hold in and not a hold out. So that's a little bit different. Uh, For instance, Cheryl Bosa did share with us. He is, she said in absolute tip top shape, better shape than he's ever been in his life but also said looking forward to going against Trent Williams in practice for a couple of days to get the legs under him. So I, I think all the Niners would be worried about is, is, is that. Not is he in shape. He's definitely in shape. There's no question he's going to play. There's no question he's going to play at least, I think, most of his normal complement of snaps. If they see something in practice – if he reports like, hey, you know, I whatever, like I'm not in that football shape yet, I'm a little winded, you might see a handful uh, fewer plays. But uh, he normally plays a little bit north of 70% of the snaps, and uh, I could see that maybe going down to 50 or 60, but nothing less than that. Yeah, shout out Cheryl. When you're feeding him broccoli and onions in the omelet, he's bound to he's be lean, ready. opposed to like the way I eat it with bacon and sausage and cheese, pounds of cheese. So I tried to get her. I tried to get her to put cheese or some sort of protein in there, and she refused. That that man does not eat that stuff. Oh, that's great stuff. Let's transition to your quarterback. I think a lot of Steelers fans <laughs> and 49ers fans, uh, of course, interested to see him return to action after that torn UCL in the NFC Championship game. What I'm wondering over here is how willing is Kyle Shanahan going to be to open up the playbook for Brock and have him firing the ball down the field? Are we, are we still going to see some shades of the NFC championship game where it's more dink and dunk? Uh, what, are, what are your thoughts? Well, there, there's a couple misconceptions there that, that, that in fact, Kurt Warner spent a lot of time this offseason with this idea that Brock uh, dinks and dunks, and it's, it, it's kind of been dispelled. It looks that way sometimes just because of, what some of the 49er weaponry is. Um, they're not a team that has burner receivers that are going to beat you over the top. They are a team that has Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, and Brandon Ayuk, who uh, can do all kinds of things uh, within 15 yards of the line of scrimmage that are very, very difficult for, for a defense to stop, especially when all of them are on the field. Um, but, the, but the first part of your question to me is, is sort of asking about trust. And, and I don't think – this is going to sound crazy. I know he's only played eight games. 
I don't think Kyle Shanahan's ever trusted a quarterback more since he became the head coach of the 49ers than he does Brock Purdy. Jimmy and him battled at times. Um, and then whether it be Trey Lance or some of the others, C.J. Beathard and Nick Mullins who played in the system, um, they've, they've just never had the decision-making command that Brock Purdy has. Is he limited physically, you know, when you compare him to the other quarterbacks in the league? Sure, sure. I mean, he's not Mahomes, he's not Allen, he's not Burrow. Um, but what, what he is and what quarterbacking often is, you know, we look at the physicality of it, but quarterbacking is decision-making and then execution, right? An accurate delivery on time. And he's very, very good with that. So I think Kyle um, has full faith in, in Brock Purdy. I think that he's now running the offense that he wants to run, which at the beginning of last year in Chicago, he was not. He was running something he felt Trey might be able to execute. But but this, this is now more going to be the loaded for bear offense that that I think Kyle wants to run and it, it might be the first time he's really felt comfortable doing it we're hanging out with Mark Willard here on the sick podcast Steelers crazy of course he's a host 95.7 the game over there in Cali my last question before I turn it over to Jordan George Kittle is he healthy is he playing um he's healthy he's playing um he just got back to practice in full yesterday though so uh this is somebody who has a pretty long and building injury history. This is somebody who is is you know starting to build up a lot of miles and a lot of years in the league. So there are definitely eyes on uh, on Kittle in terms of health. Will that sort of lower his role a little bit? I don't necessarily know how you do that. Kittle's only got one speed, but they drafted two tight ends this year. I do feel like they're at least getting themselves ready for you know. I don't think it's necessarily this year, but. Are they ready for some sort of a decline in the next few years? Uh, I, I would say yes. Um, but back in full practice at the start of the practice week. So uh, all signs are looking good there. From a Steelers standpoint, what stood out to you the most about the preseason? I know, you know, yeah. Jalen Warren is the answer. But as far as, you know, besides that, um, you know, maybe talk a little bit about Kenny Pickett, offensive line and, you know, the young receiving core that they have? No, that's the answer. The answer is Kenny Pickett. And we never need, we never know what we're really looking at in the preseason. Mm -hmm. uh, we've been burned by that a thousand times. Uh, but by the same token, if the arm strength is, is, is looking better, if, uh, if the confidence, the delivery, if he's got time, I mean, you probably just mentioned the matchup of the weekend. Now that Bosa's back and Javon Hargrave has been added and, mm -hmm. and Eric Armstead is there and, I mean, this is a fierce defensive line, uh, but it's a, a very strong Pittsburgh offensive line. And, 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 and I think that's going to have a big, big story to tell in who wins this game. But if, if Kenny Pickett is ready to take the next step and become a more consistent, potentially even a weapon at the quarterback position for the Steelers, uh, then you're talking about a team that immediately – I think jumps into the conversation with the rest of these teams. Everyone talks about in, in the AFC and, and, you know, with, with having home field and it being game one and all of that, they've got a lot of the other questions answered from their re receiving core and defense and coaching mm -hmm. and all of that. If they get really good play from the quarterback, then they're as dangerous as anyone. And that's great to hear, you know, from an opposing team, you know, so, what are your key matchups? Um, obviously, with Bosa playing, 
Um, but what are your, some of your key matchups uh, this Sunday? Well, I, I, I'll say this it is, you know, the 49ers have built an offensive arsenal that I don't, it, when it's working correctly, I don't really necessarily know what you really do to stop it. You start putting Debo and Christian in spots where there are mismatches on linebackers and a a defense is in tremendous trouble. So for me, what that says is the only thing that can disrupt it is obviously somebody like TJ Watt and and the rest of that pass rush because there are question marks in terms of new personnel on the offensive line. Mike McGlinchey left as an as a free agent to the Denver Broncos. And Colton McKivitt, a young player, is taking over at right tackle. And, and so is that, does he play well? Is that something that can be exploited? They know, you know, the Niners are going to use the left side of the line. Trent Williams is going to be over there. They're going to get their points and their chunk plays there. But for me, this is making Brock Purdy in his first game since surgery uncomfortable. It is making him rush. If he's got time and they are able to execute Kyle Shanahan's play, it's going to be a long day for the Steelers. So, uh, you know, you not just mentioned Bosa. I, I think Watt also. Like if the if the high-level pass rushers are having a great day, that's going to bode well for those teams. And then the other thing I'm looking at is, you know, there's some newness in the 49er defensive backfield. And I love your receiving core. Uh, I already mentioned Pickens. You know, to go with somebody like Deontay, who's fantastic, and even addition like Allen Robinson and, you know, Friar Muth, I, I think is a fantastic tight end. There's a lot of weaponry there also. So if Pickett is on time, you do have some newness and some questions in the defensive backfield. Might you be able to pick on cornerback two, which is Diamador Lenore? You, you, you might be able to do that. So a uh, long way of saying the quarterback who has time is probably going to win. Well, that was a great segue into my last question before I throw it back over to Mike. You can take Kenny Pickett or Brock Purdy for the next 10 years. Um, Who are you taking? Well, I I, I want to avoid the cop-out answer. uh, Yeah. Because the cop-out answer is you got to tell me which system they're in. You know what I mean? Like if we're talking about Kyle Shanahan's system, I'd absolutely take Brock Purdy. But but I don't want to give you a cop-out answer. I actually will tell you, I really believe in some of the, the intangibles that Brock Purdy has already shown. Um, Pickett is an interesting prospect, but we've not seen him go on a winning streak, for example. You know, I know people go, small sample size with Brock, and that's true, but it's not that small. It's yeah. eight games. They won them all except for the one that he got hurt in and left in the first quarter, and that includes two playoff games. I think his feet are really underrated. I think his decision-making is fantastic. And when that's the case, your floor is high. I don't know if he's great. I don't even know if he's really good. But I know he's not a bum. You know what I mean? Like, I know I know his floor is pretty high. So that would be my answer on this one at this time. We're going we're gonna to toss that on Steelers Twitter, uh, Mark. And if you want to have some fun, look at the comments underneath it. I'm um, sure. I'm sure I'll have that be a very popular answer. It was. It was a good answer. You know, even we can agree to disagree. But hey, I'm no. Gonna, I I like me some. It's a, I, I can't lie. I I I think he's going to uh, win a Super Bowl this year. So I'll just throw. That I was out there rooting for right Brock now. Purdy all of last year. Like <laughs> um, I was a. That was it's a great. I rooted for the 49ers. Yeah. 
couple more things, Mark, but before we let you go, I quickly want to mention shopyins.com, uh, another great sponsor of ours. Taylor doing some great things for us over there. Shop local, the number one brand for Pittsburgh sports. I just bought a white hat. You've been seeing us rocking the black hats all over the place. 15% off your entire purchase, shopyins.com. Use the code SICK15 at Steeler Season. Get yourself some sick gear. A guy that used to play during Steeler Season in Heinz Field is Javon Hargrave. Tell me about what kind of difference this guy's going to make. He is an absolute animal. You guys are a cheat code. Well, that's the thing. You look at uh, you look at what the 49ers, I think, felt is the only, not the only, but one of the big things that really went wrong in the Kyle Shanahan era, the only drafted player that really became a star and was ready for a second contract, and the Niners didn't grant it to him, was DeForest Buckner. And they traded him to the Indianapolis Colts a few years ago. And instead, with that 13th overall pick they got in return, they drafted Javon Kinlaw. And it has not worked out. Javon, mainly because of injuries, but at times ineffectiveness. You want us some fun, Google Javon, uh, Javon Kinlaw in the NFC title game and watch Eagles offensive linemen just throwing him around like a rag doll. So that was one spot where they felt, you know, even smaller guys like DJ Jones, who left as a free agent a couple of years ago, that was one spot where I felt like they think we're, we're good, but we could be even better. Obviously, it's a one-two punch to take it from the other big-time team in the NFC. And so to get Hargrave in this line in between Nick Bosa and Eric Armstead, I like what you're saying about cheat code. Um, you know, he, he's fantastic. If that line is blessed with health this year, they're a huge problem. There's no, there's no other way to say it. Based around a lot of the answers you've given us this show, I think I have a feeling where this is going to go, but give us a prediction for Sunday. Yeah. Listen, I, I, I really do respect the Steelers. I really do. Um, it's a losable game. There's no question about it. Um, I don't have a great reason to look at the 49er roster right now and think that they're going to lose almost any matchup on paper, though. So um, here's what I'll say. I'll say that the 49ers win this one 27 to 23. I think it's a very competitive game. And here's one thing to keep in the back of your mind. You guys know how difficult it can be to kick in Pittsburgh and the Niners have a huge question mark in the kicking game. Um, they have a rookie, Jake Moody, who's supposed to take over as their kicker. He's been dealing with an injury. And even when he's healthy, he did not have a good preseason. So um, if this comes down to a kick late, that's going to make San Francisco fans incredibly nervous. But I think you're looking at a 27, 23 win for the 49ers. By the way, Mark, I want to throw this out there. I'm not sure if you guys have, uh, notice this, maybe a bullet point for talk radio out there. We're looking at 70% chance of thunderstorms throughout the game. Not sure I did notice that. Out. I did notice that. And I wonder what, what do you guys think as far as if that creates an edge for somebody, who, who do you think it would be? You guys stronger yeah. in the trenches, Christian McCaffrey, but not by a ton. I don't yeah. think by a ton. Yeah, I, I agree. I don't, I don't know that it's a, uh, I don't know that it's a big issue one way or another. I can tell you this though. Uh, our fan base is triggered by the idea of rain 
on week one because it <laughs> I sat I was at Soldier Field last Chicago. year. Yeah. And yep. sat in the most insane rain I have ever been outdoors in in my entire life and and watched them get off to a a, a, a huge surprising 0-1 start. So uh, I know nobody out here wants to see that again. So uh, hopefully that that forecast changes a little bit. Mark, we got a lot of fans throughout the country. Where can everybody find you? Uh, well, appreciate that. Um, so Mark underscore T underscore Willard on Twitter or X, whatever the hell you want to call it. Uh, you mentioned uh, Instagram, MT Willard. But yeah, my show is at 95.7 The Game, 2 to 6 in the afternoon Pacific. It's also on the Odyssey app. Uh, if you're a college football fan, you can see stuff on Pac-12 Network on Saturdays. Probably the last year that we're going to do that. But uh, that's a completely different story. But yeah, look forward to uh, to connecting on all the, in all those spots. Are you going to make another omelet now? Is that the plan? Uh, no, it's almost lunchtime here. So we got some grilled chicken. I'm going to take it over to yeah. my girl's house. And I think she's waiting with some more vegetables. And she does not realize how little I'm going to eat. And she's going to ask me what's wrong. And I'll explain to her the same story I just explained to you. Get yourself some Pepto, bro. Get oh, some, man. That's what you need for lunch is some Pepto. No, I'm, I'm not, I, feel, I feel like Bosa, man. I feel, I feel healthy. I feel quick. <laughs> I feel ready to get off the line. I'm ready to go. Let's go. Put in. Thank you, brother. Thanks. Bye, guys. Appreciate it. Good to see you. I mean, it, it was funny because when he said that score, when that prediction and took the 49ers, that was my prediction flipped around to the Steelers. And I agree. I think the game is going to come down. I think that this is a great test to start the season because it's like put up or shut up. It's kind of like, you know, Detroit Lions start off with, you know, Kansas City so it's like it's put up or shut up like it's like oh that we got this Steelers schedule okay we can win all these games at week one set it yeah, off yeah I think it's more so put up or shut up because they're at home it yeah. makes a big difference it feels like they never get a, a home game to start the season what is no, it what how long years? has it been I, I can't least? remember exactly five maybe honestly. years I don't maybe, know maybe more um but I think a lot of Steeler fans are, are just forgetting that this is a team that was in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. They were in the NFC Championship last year. They might have made the Super Bowl if Brock Purdy doesn't get hurt. They're the third favorite in Las Vegas to win the Super Bowl this year, right? And the Steelers are sitting there in Las Vegas. That Vegas doesn't even think they're going to be over 500. So I think people are reacting a little too strongly to a good preseason. This is this is one of the best teams in football coming into Pittsburgh. Yeah. If you polled Steeler fans right now on Steeler Twitter, I think like 80% are picking Pittsburgh. That's way too damn high. I'm sorry. Let's be a little bit realistic here. This is a – it's a game where the 49ers are favored. I can pl- I think Mark it's a toss made up. a really good point. I think he made a really good point. He said this is a losable game for the 49ers. And I would say the same thing in reverse. It's a winnable game for the Steelers. And I think – So you're right. Let's win it. Yeah, and I think from the outside looking in – um, it's it's a game where you you think you want to give the edge to the Steelers because they're at home. It's you know week one, but at the end of the day, the 49ers are stacked on both sides of the ball. Um, it just you know. I will say twenty seven twenty three. If it's thunderstorms, that's a lot of points. If it is nice weather, I can see it being in that range. I think both offenses are uh, better than maybe they get credit for. You know, I I wow. It's Thursday. This is our final show. I've been waffling all week. I got to make a prediction, don't I? Oh my yeah. god! And then well, what first put it on before that? Well, let's let's talk about another great sponsor. Uh, if, you, if you guys want to bring it up, brushes and it. bees. 
Brushes and Beans Cafe. Caffeinate and create a Brushes and Beans Cafe. Visit them at 4550 William Penn Highway in Murraysville. Uh, we're going to be doing a lot of cool stuff with them during the season, giveaways. Uh, just make sure you stop over there in Murraysville. Um, Mark over there and everyone, just really great stuff. Art, coffee, tea, whatever it may be, you can go for the atmosphere. It's always a great time at Brushes and Beans Cafe. I'll see you there. I love it, man. I Listen, all summer, when, even when we released our initial predictions, I had the 49ers beating the Pittsburgh Steelers. I want you to tell me who wins these three games, all right? Assuming everybody's healthy, tell me who wins these three games. Browns at Steelers. Steelers. Steelers at Raiders. Meh. We never play the Raiders good, so... I mean, maybe okay. it will change because man, no, no, I'm taking the Steelers because Kenny Pickett right. broke the curse. Right, Steelers at Texans. That's again one of those people will be like the Texans. I'm like, those are the games that the Steelers lose. Hopefully, this is a new era. So I'll go. I got to throw a loss in there. I, they're going to have one loss where uh, where it's just a head scratcher, and I think that that could be it. So yeah, I'm going to go Texans. All right, here's where I'm I was sorry. going with this. Hey, we're a Steelers I, podcast, but we, we got we to gotta keep it 100. Here's where I was going with this. I think the Steelers are going to win all three of those games. I think they beat the Browns at home. Raiders kind of stink. They'll beat the Texans. I think four. I, I, are they going to start 4-0 and oh if they beat the San Francisco 49ers? 9-0. 9-0, that's what, what Hannah Mears came on and said that. I'm still waffling over here. At the end of the day, I'm going to – Save my prediction for Twitter. How about that? At Mike Up Sports One, you Man, find me on there. Guy, I'm gonna, he's doing, I, you know he's what? Doing a tease he's, on a damn he said the cop out. You know what? He said the cop out. Uh, Mark said he wasn't going to. You just out. made I'm me get all my predictions, I'm, and then yep, you just I'm, leave me I'm on. Copping, red. I'm copping out. I can't get over thinking the Steelers are going to start four zero. Oh, I had a loss. Here penciled in. All right. I, I. How about this? I reserve the right to change it. Okay. If I'm going to give a prediction, I reserve the right to change it today. Just so we have a clip on this, if I look like a genius, because I'll have it hedged bet in anyway. Today, I am picking the San Francisco 49ers to go into Pittsburgh and beat them in week one oh, at Acushire yeah. Stadium. The first home game Steelers have played to open the season in what feels like 300 years. I got to leave. He's leaving the show right now because I picked the San Francisco 49ers to beat the Steelers. I believe that this is the Super Bowl champion at the end of the year. So... This is nothing to do with the Steelers for me. It has more to do with the 49ers at the end of the day. But I reserve the right to change my mind on Twitter. At no, and I, and, and, and as, as much as it hurts me to say, I think this is a 50 50 game. Um, it would be great to start the season off with a win like this, um, just build that confidence, ride the wave. But uh, it's a long season. They're not going undefeated, Steelers fans. We got to find losses somewhere. It just kills me, and I think that somewhere. I think that like Steeler fans, like it dictates my mood. Like if it's like you know Sunday game, like it's like I'm like fine. Like after, like once I hear Tomlin, he's like, we're moving on to the next week. I'm like, okay, I can move on. But I just sulk like those those couple days in between where it's just like, man, like you know, I love the friendly trash talking, and that's what's cool about you know having people on like him because it's just you know at the end of the day it's a game it's fun you know on Sundays you know go back and forth but uh at the end of the day we're just the fan of the I, game so I'll tell you one thing that's true win or lose 
the Jalen Warren show, baby, next Tuesday, breaking hey. it all down. Steelers 49ers. Hopefully, he has you think a he'll game. be at 10 touchdowns by then? I, I asked him to have 10 touchdowns in the first game, and he uh, he chuckled a little bit. Hopefully, he's not carrying around a baby football, like he said on Tuesday's show, because uh. he, hopefully he doesn't fumble. I don't want to speak that into existence. But subscribe, Jalen Warren show next Tuesday. It's going to be a freaking blast. Win or lose. Maybe, okay, maybe it won't be as much of a blast if they lose a football game, but we'll still get analysis we'll from inside the locker room before anybody talks to any Steelers players on Wednesday. It's the first voice you're going to hear, and he's going to have some teammates coming on throughout the year as well. Jordan. Yeah, just really excited. And again, uh, you know, I can't say this enough. We just appreciate everyone who's been following us. Um, we do this for you guys like that. That's the fun of it um, to be able to show our viewers and bring different guests on and break down. And now that we have the Jalen Warren show, you know, we're going to take you inside the Steelers locker room all year. Hey, and we're going to be doing a live show. So details to come on that. We have giveaways with our sponsors. Thank you to all our great sponsors. Make sure you check all our socials. We're going to be posting where you can find out more about them. Um, yeah, Steelers Crazy Sick Podcast. I'm Jay York Football. This is Miked Up Sports One. And uh, here we go. Sammy. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the sick podcast Steelers Crazy on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.